You are listening to the Teleperformance Podcast on Spotify. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new session of our Teleperformance Podcast. This is Natalia Linares. I'm from Communications and Marketing from TP Colombia. And today I have a special guest, uh, Nicolás Álvarez, uh, who works on the healthcare team. So, Nico, welcome to the podcast and um, let us know about you. Hi, Natalia. Thank you so much. So as Natalia just said, my name is Nicolas Alvarez. I'm a counselor and currently I'm the mental health leader for Teleperformance Colombia as part of precisely the health and safety department. Uh, thank you, Nico, for being here today. We have a very special uh, topic for today, which is uh, mental health or mental wellness. And I think it's a very important uh, thing to talk about, especially uh, this month. So I would like to ask you some questions and um, understand from your perspective, uh, what do you think about uh, the different things regarding mental he mental health? So the first question will be, what if we talk about emotional well-being and mental health? How would you define that? Okay, Natalia. Uh, well, actually, one definition has the other one inside of it. According to the World Health Organization, the health definition haven't changed in a few decades. It basically means the full perception and state of well-being in all aspects of one's life, not just merely the absence of, of any disease. Uh, and for mental health is basically the same, a total perception of well-being in mental, emotional, social, and personal dimensions specifically, and not just the absence of precisely of any mental disorders or condition. And also well-being is the perception of being well <laughs> uh, with me and with my life. And I could have stress, for example, or any anxiety issues, but I can still feel well with myself. So that's basically what I could Uh, answer this this question that you just uh, gave me. Uh, I don't know if you if you perceive this the same way, but when we talk about mental health, um, it's something that uh, it's some sort of a taboo, or it's considered a little bit complex. How can we eliminate the labels and the pre-existing ideas we have about uh, mental health and, and think about it as uh, part of our general well-being? Yes, uh, unfortunately, just as you said, it's still been the mental health topic or mental health, emotional health still being uh, a taboo. And how to to confront this? Well, precisely talking about it as if it was a physical health. Yes. And no one is ashamed, for example, of a broken finger so or to have a headache so it's it's basically the same we need to start talking about what we feel and how we feel it and uh, as a as an author a latin a latin american author on socio social psychology called umberto maturana uh, he said that the language builds realities so if we start talking about and normalizing mental health in every aspect of our lives that taboo will disappear eventually so uh, I would like to to ask our, our listeners today uh, just to raise their hands. 
Okay, everyone, raise your hands if you need to express yourselves. Of course, always through a safe and a safe way and never hurting yourselves or, or others. Thank you, Nico. Um, is there a way that I, as an individual, can be aware of the factors or the things that can create an emotional burden or that might become triggers uh, of more complex situations that like something that I can anticipate as an individual? Yes, of course, Natalie. Basically, with one word, mindfulness. <laughs> Emotions can work as a warning sign, just like a fever, for example, is a warning of an infection in our body. Uh, prolonged and persistent emotions are a warning sign too, can be a warning sign too. So the problem is that we don't usually pay much attention to what happens inside of us. And if I feel sad about something, uh, sadness works as a sign that I need to do something about it. So for example, uh, crying, talk to someone, writing, painting, or anything like this would be a tool to use in these situations. Uh, also, I would recommend building and keeping a daily routine of emotional awareness uh, as a, the best way of the best practice uh, to do it. Seeing a counselor, for example, talking about my feelings, meditating, doing yoga, uh, even physical exercise. So those are different tools to use, and that's what I would recommend in this matter. In your experience, what would you say are the most common factors uh, that might be difficult for people to handle emotionally? Yes, of course. Uh, well, first of all, we need to start by the fact that all emotions are natural and that we need we need them, all of them, in our lives. There's not such thing as a good emotion or a bad emotion. There's just the ones that make me feel good and others that don't. So those last emotions, the, the ones that doesn't make me feel so good, um, could work precisely as a, a challenging one or could be more, more challenging for people to handle. So basically, the factors that you asked me are the ones related to those emotions. So um, it's different for everyone, of course. And for example, you might get upset by a certain experience and I might not or vice versa, right? <laughs> so. Um, Of course, there are commonly challenging situations like losing a loved one or even so the pandemic that we all have been living through the last year and a half approximately. Uh, but yeah, the important thing here, the important thing to do is basically to do something about it and to pay attention to those emotions and to express them, basically. This uh, leads me to the, to the next question, which is, Um, what would you recommend for a person who is in a complex or difficult um, emotional situation uh, that it's becoming every time harder to handle? Uh, this question is it's more aimed to understand when well, we are close to someone in this kind of situation, uh, what we should do when we have someone close uh, having this hard moment in, in his or her life. Mm -hmm. My main recommendation is to get help, basically. We are not superhumans. Superhumans doesn't exist. No one knows it all. No one is invulnerable. So as humans, we need to speak up and raise our hands when necessary. Now, 
to help someone in a situation like this, we can approach them with empathy, let them know we're there, let a helping hand if necessary, get in professional help. And even if that's not okay with them. And what I mean about this, be always open to listen and to, to spot any warning signs such as social isolation, like mood changes, uh, apparent endless sadness and, and things like this. And so it's best to have an angry friend, an, an angry friend at us, than to have to mourn that friend. So that's basically my recommendation. Thank you. Nico, um, you were talking previously about how no one is ashamed of a broken finger or leg or so we always talk about um, the importance of the healthy habits um, in our daily routine and the things we should do to take care of our body. But we never talk about uh, the mental health habits. Um, you already mentioned some of those, but I would like you to, to guide us in terms of what are, are the things that we can do from home uh, or in the daily life to take care of ourselves in terms in terms of emotional well-being mm -hmm, of course uh, as i was saying previously in a few questions ago having a routine for example to take care of my physical health uh, i can have a routine of physical exercise of going to the gym or going for a run or something like this it's basically the same for mental health so having a routine is the best thing that anyone can do uh, doing what we like for example taking pleasure or out of small things rewarding myself thanking myself just for living and being able to breathe uh, having a counselor and all the other aspects i i, I was telling before and of course keeping healthy physical habits like exercising to eating balanced and sleeping well is also very very important because general health is connected both physical and mental health are connected so we need to take care of both uh, in terms to be generally healthy in our lives okay so now that we have understood that emotional well-being goes along with um, physical well-being and that talking about our emotions and our mental health is not a taboo. Mm -hmm. um, what type of resources uh, do we have at TP uh, for all the, our listeners and all the, the teleperformers out there? Mm -hmm. uh, what are the resources that we have um, uh, to, to make use of them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. At TP Colombia, we have a lot of support lines and activities. For example, uh, the Office of Experience Department, previously called Emotion and Experience, uh, has a monthly team of activities for all the company and uh, inside of, of my area or my department at Health and Safety at Work. Uh, we have a 24-7 support line called TP License. Uh, anyone could, could dial a 601 419-7234, option two for this support line. And uh, there will be always a counselor willing to help. Also with the, the Human Resources Department help, we perform different workshops, um, group activities, uh, and so. And you with this uh, Human Resources help, uh, anyone could request it uh, with the team, basically. And uh, we, we would like to train in different topics like anxiety issues or stress management or, or, or any different mental health topics. So you 
listener, <laughs> you can ask your supervisor or your human resources generalist to help your team request one of these uh, spaces with us. So basically, we're always open to help anyone that may need it. And we're here. Thank you, Nico. Is there uh, something else that uh, you would like to, to say in terms of an advice or something for people to bear in mind uh, to take care of themselves out there? Basically, um, to keep awareness and be mindful about uh, our different dimensions, uh, because uh, as human beings, we are uh, constructed by different dimensions around us. For example, the work dimension, my personal dimension, social dimension, um, uh, academic dimension, well, every aspect of our lives uh, plays an important part in our lives. So basically to uh, keep track of the emotions of all the thoughts that we might have uh, according to all of these areas and basically um, to keep track of them yeah? and to get help uh, when we need it. That's basically my general advice. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely something very important to, to bear in mind. Thank you uh, for being with us today. Thank you for taking the time to let our audience uh, to understand and to know a little bit more about um, the importance of healthcare. Um, and we hope to, to have more information, more things to share with our audience. Thank you very much, Nico. Of course, Nati. Thank you so much for having me. What about you? How did you like it? Go ahead and share this podcast. See you later. Teleperformance on Spotify. Feel the connection.